This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, October 26th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Lawmakers showcase biotech benefits. Lots of moving parts on spending package. House Ag puts focus on biotech. The Biden administration is planning to use the upcoming International Climate Conference to promote the potential of agriculture to make food production more resilient. And in that vein, two House Agriculture subcommittees are holding a hearing today that will feature supporters of the use of biotechnology to improve agricultural productivity. Fanley Chow, the American Seed Trade Association's Vice President for Scientific Affairs and Policy, and Elena Rice, the Chief Scientific Officer at animal biotech firm Genus PLC, are on the witness list, along with Jack Bobo, CEO of food consulting firm Futurity, and John Oatley, an expert on agriculture genomics at Washington State University. ASTA says Chow will discuss opportunities and challenges associated with the latest plant breeding innovations, including gene editing. Bobo is the former spokesperson for biotech company Entrexon and served for four years on the board of Aqua Bounty, which developed a genetically engineered salmon approved by FDA in 2015 after a 20-year review process. It was the first GE animal to be approved. Dems look to finalize deal. A key Senate Democrat, West Virginia's Joe Manchin, expressed optimism yesterday that he could reach an agreement with his colleagues this week on a final version of President Biden's Build Back Better Act. Manchin declined to go into detail with reporters about the talk, saying there were still a lot of moving parts. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a New York Democrat, declared that Democrats, quote, are on track to finish the bill, which is expected to range between $1.5 and $2 trillion. USTR's tie to get questioned on chicken trade. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai will be the special guest of the National Chicken Council Thursday at its annual conference where she is expected to get grilled on prospects for the industry to increase exports. Tai has agreed to a fireside chat format for her appearance, and she'll be sitting opposite Jim Sumner, president of the U.S. Poultry and Egg Export Council. Prospects for exports to China, a major purchaser of U.S. chicken paws, is expected to be a major topic of discussion. But the industry is also hungry for more trade expansion across the globe. The U.S. exported $461 million worth of chicken paws and $731 million worth of broilers to China in 2020. Brazilian soy planting speeds up. The Brazilian soy crop, 38% planted as of Thursday last week. That according to the latest update analysis from the consulting firm Agral. A week ago, the 2021 crop was only 22% planted. The current planting frenzy is the second fastest pace ever behind only the 2018 crop, according to Agral. Only 23% of the soy crop was in the ground by this time last year. 
With good soil moisture, growers took advantage of last week's open weather to speed up planting, the firm's analysis said. In the states of Madagrasso and Parana, the more advanced regions are already approaching the final stretch of planting. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Lawmakers blast Danone's decision to drop organic farms. Four northeastern lawmakers are asking the CEOs of Danone and Danone North America to reconsider the termination of contracts with 89 organic dairy farms. The farms were informed in August by Danone subsidiary Horizon Organic that they could renew their contracts through August 2022, but that Danone would not be purchasing their milk after that. Danone has said high transportation costs led to the decision. The lawmakers, all Democrats, include Representative Shelley Pingree and Jared Golden of Maine, Peter Welch of Vermont, and Annie Cluster of New Hampshire. By all accounts, your decision to sever the contracts of these 89 farms was based solely on maximizing profits, regardless of the devastating consequences for the families and communities you cast aside, and despite the reputational benefits and profit you gleaned from their work, the lawmakers said in the letter. The decision has already been criticized by groups representing organic farmers. Senate Ag Republicans challenge industry giant. Seven Republicans on the Senate Agriculture Committee are calling on food industry giant Unilever to get its Ben and Jerry subsidiary to back off actions it's taking on Israel. Ben and Jerry's recently announced that it would not renew a contract with Israeli licensees who refused to stop selling products in the West Bank or parts of East Jerusalem. As strong supporters of Israel, we believe the actions taken by Ben and Jerry's are an effort to advance the boycott, divest, and sanction movement against Israel, the senators say in a letter to Unilever. We oppose the BDS movement and believe it is important for the United States to combat the movement as a number of countries have sought to isolate Israel, our sole democratic ally in the Middle East, through BDS actions. The letter was signed by the Ag Committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, as well as Roger Marshall of Kansas, John Thune of South Dakota, John Hoven of North Dakota, Tommy Tuberville of Alabama, Joni Ernst of Iowa, and Mike Braun of Indiana. Republicans propose to repeal RFS. A group of conservative House Republicans is proposing to repeal the renewable fuel standard even as the industry pushes the Biden administration to increase the annual blending mandates. Representative Scott Perry, a Pennsylvania Republican, five other Republicans introduced the bill on Friday. 
A major ethanol industry group says it's a bad time to take on the RFS. It's tone deaf to introduce legislation to repeal the RFS during a global energy crisis while Americans are facing rapidly rising fuel prices at the pump, said Growth Energy CEO Emily Score. The bill likely has little chance of getting out of the democratically controlled House Energy and Commerce Committee. Here's today's He Said It. Next week is a critical week for President Biden and for our leadership in this world stage as a country. That Senator Chris Coons, a Delaware Democrat, telling reporters that it is critical for Democrats to reach an agreement on the Build Back Better bill and its climate provisions before the International Climate Conference that starts Sunday in Glasgow. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, October 26th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.